sadistic individual gang. And it all started with Pepper, Al Snow's beloved dog. See, Bossman kidnapped Pepper. He then cooked Pepper and fed the dog to Al Snow. What kind of human being would feed a beloved friend to its master? But it wouldn't stop there for the big boss man. Boss man then turned his vicious attacks toward the big show. After show learned his father was dying of cancer, boss man began the psychological warfare, preying on show's pain, his love for his dad, and his rocky emotional state. He paid off a friend of his to tell the big show his father had died. And then boss man and that friend were caught on GTV celebrating this cruel, sadistic joke. And then the stakes got even higher this past Monday on Raw. The boss man showed up with a Big Show family heirloom, a watch belonging to the Big Show's father. And then a hammer shot to the head. The Big Show was down and out. But the boss man's cruel joke didn't end there. He destroyed this family heirloom, which connected three generations in the Big Show's family. Trying to get one little last gasp of summer. I feel yeah, yeah. We had we've had so much fun. Like it's been it's weird to say that. Like obviously it's been like the worst year imaginable, but we've had like a really fun summer just like staying in the backyard and like using this pool and we've got our like fucking mud a mud pie station in the back, like against the back fence and it's a mess over there and I think me and Pearl and Jack and and Emily on most days we've actually made um if not mud pies and another mud food item today it was smoothies um we've made uh mud food for i think seven straight days without fail um if you really want to know how desperately we're hanging on because we can't swim it's been like 65 i mean we could but we're not insane but um mud is good 65 degree day for for mud yeah that's a day for mud what's up how are you how, how are you enjoying the the end of summer are you able to turn your ac off and shit like that a little bit, at least, yeah. Like, right now, it's on, but we didn't turn it on. It's, like, I don't know, like, free, free Faraday or some shit like that. Yeah. So, and it's just, it's been it's been fine. It's been it's been cromulent. Yeah. Uh, I'm I, still don't know what that, I still don't know what that means. Acceptable. Okay. It means good. It means okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's a very fancy yeah. word for such, like, a middle-of-the-road thing. That's it's very, I, I guess that's the joke, right? It's from The Simpsons? Yes. Am I yes. right? I've seen I've seen more episodes of The Simpsons now um, than I did the last time it was probably brought up, but I still have not caught the Cromulent episode. So, yes, you also learned the magic of embiggened. Uh, great word. Anyway, not real word though. Embiggened. Cromulent yeah. is though. Cromulent is just in the fucking dictionary. Pre-Simpsons, you think? No, nah, no. Nah. No. No, it was like explicitly like, yeah, let's just put it in. It. it 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 sums things up. Yeah. Somehow no, I like it. More, it sounds better than saying it's an okay thing. It's a cromulent thing. Yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> you can get the yes, lover, that fucking first and help a third in there. 
Yeah, sure. Which, is that a character from The Simpsons? That's a character from Gilligan's Island. Okay. Uh, shout out to Bad <laughs> sure. Max. Sure, shouts out to Bad Max. Um, welcome, I guess, to Wrestling is Gross. <laughs> my episode, name is Bucky. My name is Siobhan. Episode 41. And today we're going to close the fucking book mm-hmm. on the reign of... A, of on police brutality become... in general. Yes. <laughs> this is the last... Uh, uh, this is the end of it today. No more. On, on the WWF's second favorite fascist, behind Vince himself, because technically Trump was not their favorite fascist. Uh, Trump wasn't anything at that time. He was, he, you know, he couldn't be a fascist. He was a Democrat. Right, right, of course. Um, but no. And The boss. Uh, Let's talk about the boss some more. God, I can't believe we're doing this. Part, what is this, part four of our... It's of our fucking odyssey. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's on the first hardcore title episode. Okay, but is he on, are, I, how many? How, so this is the complete and accurate total history of every hardcore champion, every WWF slash E hardcore champion, uh, chronicling every title change, including I guess we're it's going to get real weird. Maybe two episodes from now, where we have to do every twenty four seven title change. Twenty four seven is going to be real weird, and then it gets real drastically terrible in two thousand two. Yeah, yeah, around eighteen. I think during WrestleMania That's, eighteen, there's like twelve title changes. It's yes, yeah, so it's like when Bahu has to talk. Starts talking about <laughs> WEW and WMF and shit, and he's just like, "Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> they didn't didn't really Hashimoto didn't really put Kanemura over like he should have, but." <laughs> And then he's he just like he's got his, his wife, wife there, yeah. The no- yeah, he's like, yeah, I agree. Or he just turns the Earth Nazi. He's like, yeah, all right, man, yeah. Anyway, I haven't I haven't listened to the Bahu FMW cast, but I know I'm sure there's some. I've listened to a couple of episodes just sitting like over dinner. With somebody listens to and our how show. How funny and, they are, and also that show. There's somebody out there who listens to both of these shows. Yeah, my um, goddamn roommate, <laughs> maniac. <laughs> Yeah. Out. yeah, for, for sure. Guests, likely. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. If we can figure out how that works. We'll um, figure it out. Yeah. We just gotta, we gotta, you know, bulk record five or six episodes of uh, all the weird people. Not a spoiler. Because sure. they're all weird. Uh, people we want to record episodes with and then uh, record it for ourselves and we'll figure it out. There's many things to talk about. 2020 has actually been one of the, been a really great year for gross wrestling. I suppose so. And a I bad don't know. year for everything else, I think. Uh, no, my backyard. It's been great. I was just saying. Oh, your this. backyard's fantastic. <laughs> Having but a great then time. Again, you do a lot of. Gr- but then again, you do backyard wrestling in, in, with uh, your children in That's your true. backyard. Exactly. Great. I mean, we're going to get. Did you see that fucking uh, the backyard wrestling, the backyard deathmatch tournament? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't either. It seems. It seems. P O R. Is that right? God, I don't even have my yeah. notes up for this thing. You it, go it, off, it go has off. Like, it, has five, it has four actual wrestlers, and then the guy who Schlack hit with the car at Backyard Wrestling 2. Okay. Uh, and then they Is that J.J. Allen? That's J.J. Uh, Escobar, yeah. Okay, okay. Whatever, J.J. Garrett. I don't know what the fuck the guy's name is. Doesn't matter. Uh, I mean... I think that's of, a real wrestler. I guess, but we're also counting Casanova Valentine as a real wrestler. Oh, yeah. Which he is, but... Oh, yeah. No, we're counting the deaf samurai Akira as a real wrestler. Oh, and yeah. he is, but he's also a little nerd, and he's, uh, it's... He's great. He's great. Shouts out to, uh, what was it? Akira Sarugi, the former Akira, Akira Sarugi, the exotic weapon. Exotic weapon. The, the American, American Yakuza. Yakuza. <laughs> and, and now he's... 
The Death Samurai. The Death Samurai. Sure, sure. Can't be the Deathmatch Samurai, because Asami Kodaka already has it. So why isn't he the Deathmatch Ronin? I've been wondering this, and ultimately, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because his audience is uh, Indiana and South Jersey mouth breathers, so it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. <laughs> I like the guy. I like him. I always like him. I like him, him too. Yeah. One of the most in, inexplicable rises we've seen this year is the the guy that we had never seen one of his matches. Remember, like, all right, so what? Welcome to wrestling is gross. We'll get to our subject momentarily. Um, do you remember, like, what a year and a half ago in like our yeah. our, our crew, like probably maybe even before we started recording the show, um, we. He was one of our guys. He was, like, one of our joke guys. Uh, Akira Sarugi, the American Yakuza. Like, we would just share his posts, which were, like, really, um, you know, embarrassing weeb shit, a lot of it. Yes. And, like, you know, bad promos and stuff. And I don't know if he was... He was working at maybe a few death matches here and there, but we hadn't seen any of them. We had never seen the guy wrestle, but he was a joke f- for, like, us and, like, 20 other people. Like, a really funny joke. We all really liked this. Yes. <laughs> and then the first time I ever saw him work a match was, like, uh... Like, not IW Deep South, but, like, Trainwreck, maybe? One of those, you know? Uh, uh, Paradigm Pro? Like, one of those places, right? Yes. South South Indiana. Um, or Kentucky, or somewhere in there. And I saw him, and he, like... It was just, like a Taipei deathmatch with one of those guys. And I, it was, he was good. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I forgot about him for a long time. He wasn't a joke to us anymore. Um, because he, we realized he was just, like, a wrestler. And it became less funny. And then all of a sudden, he's on every fucking ICW NHB show. Um, and he's, like, working the main event, I think, of a couple of them. Like, it, it's it's crazy. Real good, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's had some good shit with John Wayne Murdoch, some good yeah. shit with... Uh, with Reed, too, like, I think, right? Yeah, Reed. I can't remember who he wrestled at the Pit Fighter show. Um, you just like, yeah, I want to watch this guy against uh, fucking everyone. Put him against Atticus Koga. Put him... Let's go. Yeah. We're, we're we have deathmatch facade this year. How sick would that be? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's the that's the match, right? Is we need we got Alex Ocean, uh, Atticus Kogar, uh, uh, Akira, and the other person you just mentioned. Facade. Facade, of course. Um, put those guys on a match, and then also who's the the guy? Kit Kit Osborne. Like all of these freaks in one in one place, and then, oh, and then AJ okay. Gray, AJ Gray, and then you do a six way, two hundred light tubes with all the new guys, and AJ Gray is bigger than four of them combined, and he just yes fucking destroys them. That's my that's your dream booking. I don't like to do that on this podcast or in public. Um, try to keep that shit in in the bedroom. <laughs> Me and my wife. Uh, fantasy booking. That's, the, the... That's, that's, yeah, that's that's for the mind. Yeah, the theater of the mind. Yeah, listen, of... listen. Fantasy booking the is for the ladies. The uh, that's my favorite. I, uh, coming back to it, that's my favorite come town thing of all time. Stop <laughs> saying theater of the mind and Nick Mullen getting extremely angry at who taught you that? <laughs> Learn that. Uh, theater of the mind. You you don't know anyway. how to dream to imagine. It's one of my personal favorite Stavros lines. That's <laughs> like fake intellectual, but somehow reaches another. Stav comes up so often on this podcast. Shouts out to him. Uh, he got a, he, he got a new tooth, so congrats. Also, it's kind Thank of a bummer, but yeah. Well, it's it's probably the best for him. Yeah, I gotta I gotta have I gotta have dental surgery. I, oh, I, dude, we, I fucking we, have I, we talked I about fucking... this? I, we haven't talked about you. I, I think I've mentioned to you maybe uh, that I definitely need my fucking wisdom teeth taken out. I've yeah. mentioned about it on on the timeline, but because it's just 
My gums well, what are else? stretching the fuck out. It's miserable. Listen, what else is there to post about besides your wisdom teeth, right? Like it's, it's not like it all. Yeah, it's but it's fine because it's a pandemic. And you're like, do you? I really want to no, have that's surgery. I need pandemic. No. I need to give you the context for this because I went for uh, like a like a deep inspection and uh, like they yeah. stick in you know they see the how many millimeters your gums have receded or whatever. Um, did that on March 10th. And they had an appointment for me. Appointment for me to go in for my first round of uh, of gum therapy or whatever it is, where they fix your shit. And also, I was going to have shouts out to our uh, friend Sally uh, at Hot Jughead, who's just hard as the Dickens throughout all this. I'm sure. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, (laughs) no. And so I I had to. uh, My 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 first appointment was scheduled for April first. Uh, which is a funny, <laughs> a funny joke uh, in itself, but also the difference in how we saw things between the 10th and the 1st, of course, uh, quite drastic. They canceled that appointment. They called and said, okay, we'll do it for April 28th. And then they called on April 28th and they said, you know what? We'll send out a, a, a mass call when we're open again. <laughs> and I think they are, but I haven't. I don't know. My teeth are way way worse now, too. It's a, What a yeah. difference half a year makes sometimes. Um, what did what did Lennon say? Half a year, sometimes a lot happens. Yes, oh, <laughs> March tenth. Okay, because the official, I think, I think it's easy to say what the uh, official day of the that uh, I contracted lock- COVID nineteen was. No, the, well, maybe, but the day the official lockdown in the U.S. happened. Yeah. was March eleventh when Rudy Gobert uh, yeah. couldn't play, yeah. and they're like, "Nope, we're, yeah, we're, it's done." And everybody, all right, it's done. That was when people at work took it seriously, was the day, the day after uh, the NBA got, 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 you know, suspended or whatever, um, which it was suspended, and we'll get to the NBA, because I have more to talk about that than I do any of this. Um, but I, I think, I, I was immediately like, okay, we're not going to make that, and I don't know, we, we don't have to do the lockdown podcast every time, I feel like we've strayed en- enough away from it, it's all become so routine now, you know, Um but yeah, I think I think it's cool that there is a lot of good shit still happening. Uh, we have, I guess, what on the horizon for deathmatch tournaments? We've got the H two O, which I do. You remember what that stands for? Because I uh, found out I found out it was like H H O. Hardcore hustle organization. Hardcore hustle organization. <laughs> match Fremont's final uh, match will be at the end of October. I think they're doing a two day deathmatch tournament. Um, we have double death tomorrow. Wait, double death tomorrow, or yeah, double death. I thought was today, but it might be tomorrow. Um, and Prince of the Death matches was last night. So, and then there's also the Nick Cage Invitational has been um, announced for November fourth or something, right? No, uh, November eighth. November eighth. Okay, so we'll know we'll know who the president is. <laughs> it's gonna be so we'll, funny. It's yeah. gonna be so funny when we don't. Um, yeah. <laughs> gonna rock i can't wait for november uh so in, in addition to uh our our comprehensive uh, uh 2020 deathmatch tournament digest uh you'll also get to watch the country be very funny again once again um uh, it's gonna be a great time i can't cannot wait for november thanksgiving love it fucking uh, love that's... thanksgiving <laughs> Yeah, the, the the sweet roasted uh, turkey that's just fucking got sores all over it because they yeah rolled back the FDA. Because, I'm gonna need it. I'm yeah. gonna need them big. They're making them bigger now. I, I hear that what they're putting in them now making them even bigger. And I I think you know I'm gonna have to get a new oven. 
this time next year. Uh, we keep going on this trajectory. I love it. I, I love I love that shit. Um, you ever eat just organic turkey? No. No, 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 of course not. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love I the love GMOs. That hormones. I love GMOs. I love all I this need, shit. I need all the hormones I can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice uh, uh, all, right. all right all right that's good that's good yeah, we, that's banter we did banter we did some banter now it's time to talk about the boss yeah ray trailer yeah yeah no well yeah the boss our, i thought you're gonna question. i thought you're gonna burst into blinded by the light um or for you i was the only two i can think of right now uh the boss in Atlantic City. There you go. That's perfect. You That's sound... always because you got uh you. So you've seen The Irishman, right? I've seen The Irishman. Yes. You know how there's a cameo by uh like the guy who is the subject of blown up the chicken man. The chicken man is in the uh, movie for like five seconds. Oh no, I didn't know that. Not That's... the actual guy because the fact that he died from years. But it, years but it, but like a... blown up with a nail bomb in his house in fucking South Philly. Hell yeah. But, Phil Festus, yes, is it? And it's like, oh, hey. That's great. Cool. That's great. That's a, I think that's a, a love letter to the old days. <laughs> People that's, getting blown up by fucking, fucking nail, bombs. nail bombs. Yeah, that's the good shit. Marty uh, make an IRA movie. Yeah. Yeah. God, uh, just man. remake the crying game. Hell yeah. Um, man. So, the big boss man. It's funny. This is our third time doing an episode with like a bunch of big boss man on it. Fourth, if you... You know, fourth overall, maybe he's probably shown up somewhere else as well. I'm not I really think sure. This is his fourth appearance. I think the only one that uh, doesn't really have him is the first the, one. Is the second? No, the first has him. Okay, I, was, I don't fucking remember. Who cares? No, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Shit. He's been all over this place. He yeah. is the. Uh, he's all he's, over 99. He is. He's like a major player in the WF in 99. Like more than he has people a remember. Fucking Hell in a Cell match at WrestleMania, and then a kennel from Hell match at another show. <laughs> At Unforgiven, Unforgiven, yes. that's correct. And now he's Kip Sabian's bodyguard. Oh, okay, okay. That's a reference okay, to Miro? Miro, yes. Who, okay. I keep, we keep talking about this, uh, peop, my roommate and I and some others, uh, Chris of the Bad Wrestling Podcast. So, Miro, Alexander Rusev, the man who rode, rode out on a tank to face John Cena right. at WrestleMania, God. is now the bodyguard. And really, number three in the group for uh, Penelope Kips, Ford. Penelope Ford. Yeah. Replace, and he's only really in this spot because they had to fire Jimmy Havoc for raping. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it I, is, folks. I don't know what to do. There it is. With this extremely stupid information, but it's great. <laughs> it's uh, good. It's, you know what you do with it? You repeat it. Uh, once, many times. Once, yeah. every, <laughs> once every now and again. Kip uh, Sapien. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, I don't even know who that is. I I I only know him because uh, uh, the internet. Like I, I've never seen yeah. him wrestle. Um, yeah, shouts out to Miro. He'll be all right. He'll get through. He'll get through. He's great. He's one of the best of the last decade. Uh, like as far as underrated, underutilized guys. Um, but yeah, it's funny. We've 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 done so much, Boss Man. He's he's pretty good. I think we've established that Boss Man has been good in this run. Like the the uh, the agenting and like the the time given to him, and mo- more often than not, is sort of cutting him a little short. But he makes the most of a lot of it, and he's good at the walk and brawl. Like he is definitely good at the the established um, hardcore title formula in this era. Uh, but he. 
he's also it's like such a it's a brutal character it's really it, i think it was probably pretty rough then even for yes the few I mean, people this, is, this might be the heart the biggest heel ever yeah yeah it's on, it, just in terms of what he's actually doing not yeah. like like it, like out just like not like oh he beat oh, oh fucking Ivan Koloff beat Bruno San Martino, and also his gimmick is that he's a Russian. Yeah. No, like this motherfucker here. Man, they should do that now. That would rock. <laughs> it's so good. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. Drew it's, Galloway cutting a promo on the Russians. There you go. I like it. I like it. Um, this is. So um, I don't know what date was the uh, was Unforgiven with the Kennel from Hell. That's like nine twenty September twenty sixth or something like that. Yeah. Uh, this is beginning here in in October, um, and we're gonna do you know our usual thing. But I just want to say, uh, and spoilers for this: this is the episode where we will talk about the big show's father's funeral, <laughs> um, coming directly off of uh, killing and cooking. And force feeding Al Snow his own dog in September, uh, a mere a mere two months later or less even really, he interrupts the Big Show's dad's funeral and says some unseemly things, and then commits some rather uh, unfortunate acts. I would say, but as Michael Cole will go on to call it. It was an atrocity. An atro- uh, it was truly atrocious. That's right. Leave it to Michael Cole to say it better than any of us. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. This is the end of the Big Boss Man run. We're going to take it into 2000 here, and it's going to get real good. But this is the worst stuff we have ever and probably will ever cover on this show. And I, I think I, I put this below the insane clown posse the juggalo championship wrestling show that we did um we're just overall how do you feel about that statement is that i mean what's here all of these ma- at least three of these matches are pretty good okay. I mean, they're pretty good but the problem is they, i don't know if they, i agree with can, that i don't know i think they combine to like less than 15 minutes of ring time yeah it's like ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And we're gonna do two hours minimum, so we'll find a way to do two hours. Of course, strap yes. strap on your strap strap. Oh, good God! Detachable penis. <laughs> strap that on. Strap in is what I was gonna say. Strap on that seatbelt. Strap. Put the seatbelt. Strap yourself in. Strap yourself in. Wow. Um, this is from SmackDown, October. 12th you have listen so, hey yes, listen, Eric, listen 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 siobhan a little stop inside fucking taping dates inside baseball if it's on the network is 10 14 99 please write that down for me okay <laughs> i do the taping dates because i like the taping dates but you're right fundamentally i, I need help with this i need well, you to help me the links. <laughs> but i i don't open docs on my roku fucking tv that's fair, it's, that's it's, fair. It, if i was watching it on the on my phone as i often do but you know the hardcore title matches uh, it's a tradition now that me and my wife watch them together. Um, she loves it. She loves uh, how much, like, just, like, police brutality and, like, uh, like uh, implications of, like, rape and stuff. She loves how much of that stuff there is in this era of, of WWF. And so we watch it together, you know? And she's not going to watch it on my phone with me. That would be kind of weird. It's kind of weird that I do it alone, to be honest. Um, yeah, so I... I, I, I don't know 
how we got into this, but this is the big boss man looking to reclaim his hardcore title from Al Snow and also the big shows in this match. It's a three-way dance. Yes, yes, this is... And you know what? It's not very good. I don't know. Uh, what, I, my notes are uh, actually start well before that match uh, because I just want to say I watched uh, from on, on the show a few segments earlier, Chris Jericho versus Mr. Hughes. Uh, yeah. Which is weird. That's very strange. Yeah, they brought Curtis Hughes, they brought Mr. Hughes, the big cat, in to be uh, his uh, bodyguard. And sure. And they're like, why, why the fuck does this guy have a bodyguard? Yeah, I mean, I... I and it, then they're like, why, why are we paying Curtis Hughes? I can't imagine they were paying him a lot. Yeah. Uh, I would have liked to see Bossman versus Curtis Hughes. Oh, of course. Of, of course, of course. There's, there's stuff to be done here, but they didn't... Obviously, they weren't going to do any of it. Um, but I, I guess, I guess I, I decided to watch this. Uh, so the first thing uh, Emily said was that Chris Jericho looks pretty different here from now. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, that's pretty, it's really interesting. He is yet to, uh, drunkenly cut a promo on a turtle. No, I haven't, I haven't seen that. It sounds great. Um, uh, he, he, he cuts a promo on, uh, Tetsuya Naida, but he, but because he's in like Florida or whatever the fuck. He's just cutting promo on a turtle he finds on the side of the road, and he says, "This is you, Naito, you piece of shit, That's you fucking turtle." Uh, and he's looking real lettery. It's a great promo, frankly. Yeah, well, he looks. It's crazy because this is yeah, this is twenty one years ago, and I guess twenty one years is a long time. But damn, uh, he's he's looking pretty good here. He's not aged gracefully. No, no, no. He's he's done some things in his life, uh, but Mister Hughes works this bad match with. Chris Jericho wearing like this glittery silver like sequined shirt or something and the finish is Y2J superfan Howard Finkel comes in with a Y2J shirt on and like tries to interfere on his behalf and I Mr. Hughes catches a like a hard unprotected chair shot I think behind the ref's back and that's the finish uh do you remember Howard Finkel as the Y2J superfan no what the fuck is this <laughs> this is the tail end of. I mean, Russo was gone at this point. But he was gone by the twelfth, really. Y- yeah. So. What? Well, we we he, gotta he, say. He, when when he did, when did he leave? What was the date? I gotta. I'm gonna look this up. I fan, I'm not sure yet because he debuts with uh, for WCW in, in November. I couldn't yeah. tell you if it's the middle of November, but early November. And I, I don't know exactly how like much downtime there was between the two. Um, I don't know what I can't imagine that he had a no compete clause on his contract given that he showed up in wcw within a fucking month but it's also i don't know take some time for yourself Vince. take some time for yourself ferrara (laughs) so you gotta go out there and strain yourself being oklahoma man you gotta rest up for that shit all this says is uh so this is funny this is on his on his wikipedia uh, he was replaced by Chris Ke- Chris Kresge as head writer in October. So that's all it says. Um, and that actually, the source on that is uh, Pro Wrestling Torch 05 uh, by Wade Keller himself. Uh, former WWE TV writer Chris Kresge dies of cancer, age 42. So looking forward to maybe shedding some light on just how fucking good he was and how well he like weaved all these things together in the early like or early portion of 2000. Uh, which we're going to be getting into, but yeah, it's it's truly the end of an era. This is this. I mean, this for for all we know could be like the last show or the first first show without him or the last show with Russo. Um, 
and I, I don't know, we'll we'll find a way to maybe shoehorn his voice in at some point. Uh, yeah. But it, it is it is the end of an era. Uh, we wouldn't have the Holocaust without him, which some say that the you know you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. <laughs> some okay. say it shouldn't have happened. Some yeah. say it didn't. Yeah. Well, you know. I'm not, meanwhile, I'm arguing on Twitter with Kevin Brandon if I'd do a deep south about whether the Holly Dome more happened. So you know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, I think uh, it is very, very sad that we're probably never going to get back to Russo like often. But I don't know. Maybe we'll find a way. He is a cool guy. There's uh, an entire WCW hardcore title lineage that we right. should not talk about because yeah. it was never good. Yeah. Uh, except for, I mean, which is a shame. But you know, we'll I don't know if it was never good. Terry I, Funk, I guess. Yeah, I, I think we've, we've. We've covered a Terry Funk WCW 2000 match before in the show, and I, I'm yes. looking forward to maybe doing more. Um, show's dad is dying of cancer by this point. They there's a like a promo that he cuts uh, before this, maybe not directly before, but on this episode of Raw, it's like him and Jr. in the um, in like you know the bleachers and the, the cheap seats of the arena. It's empty. Or the day of the the day of the taping or whatever. Yeah. And it's one of those you know, um, quiet promos, and it's very much a like uh, trying to impress your father promo, but also uh, very much like a I, I could have been a contender sort of like you know um, yeah the, uh, on the waterfront sort of speech yeah. that he gives. And it's very funny. It's very funny because I just kept thinking, "Hey, it's a big show," you know, <laughs> like the whole, the whole time. Um, this guy is—I cannot take him seriously. I just can't. No, he's, he's got like the long braid. Um, like somebody braided that man's hair. <laughs> you know, think about that. That's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, Bossman and Snow actually start this out before show comes out. And well, it's a big show, and show is looking good here. He's wearing. The, the 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 speedo the the trunks the short trunks right short trunks yeah not a singlet not any of that like weird like pants combination no yeah uh, that he had in like 2003 when he was really fucking heavy sure yeah no he looks good he looks fucking hot here like this guy this is a this is a good looking guy in this era it's weird to see the big show and like have that sort of feeling on it but like he's he looks like he's here to fucking get down, and he's like in really good shape, I guess, right? Um, yeah. He wasn't doing the drop kicks and like flying elbow drops much in '99, I don't think anymore. But uh, he saved all that for like worldwide tapings. <laughs> but it's a uh, it's a different big show than I'm used to seeing. Uh, he throws yeah, boss. Get... Oh, go ahead. Get no... Yeah, he does... I mean, he does a nice like. Uh, flying elbow. He, he's looking good here. He's he does do like a Shawn Michaels, like just first step off the ropes, uh, off of like he hits the ropes and first step leaps, just like Shawn. Um, yeah, but better. Like looks way better than a Shawn Michaels elbow. Uh, dropped... Shawn, not because, not even just because Shawn Michaels is a uh, is five eight uh, meth twink. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's hard to like hit a good forearm when you're that fucking zonked on opioids, like. Believe me, I know. Um, but Big Show's offense is cool. Like he does a couple big knee drops here too. Uh, but this match, this match is basically nothing. I mean, Show ends up on the floor. He choke slams Al Snow through a table that's been set up, and then Bossman comes and hits him with a nightstick and pins him. Like this, this, this is gonna be a, a recurring theme. You don't have to watch any of these matches, but if you like to hear us talk about them, please listen on. 
Yeah, uh, he he hardways show with the nightstick. You think That's so? Fun. You think that was? You think that was real? I, I can't. It's a weird. It's thing boss to man. Blade. It's boss man. So it could be, um, it could be very. You could very well be right that big boss man hardwayed the big show on a on a nothing shot and a nothing fucking TV match. It is extremely possible that he would do that. It just seems so stupid. For I don't know. It seems so silly. Either way. Yeah, it seems too silly for it. It seems too stupid to be for it to be a blade job. So why not just go with it being? But it ultimately doesn't matter. But all sure. now this is where we're not really going to cover it because it goes to December and it's stupid. We're going to cover part of the Boss Man Big Show feud. We don't talk about the WWF World Title on this show. That's not what this is about. This is the hardcore title. Get that shit the fuck out of here. We could talk about Boss Man versus The Rock on a hardcore title match that went like four and a half minutes. That, that would be good. It was a hardcore be... title match. It was a hardcore match for number one contendership for the WWF title. It sounds good. We should do it. What's what? We send me a link. <laughs> send me a link. We'll do a live oh. read. I, I I get it. Like so, yeah. I I think you oh. can't you can't talk about this era of boss man without i know it's like but i don't have a hard line like we got to stay on the point here because this is that's not what we do but i think that this is so like integral to because i mean what does what does boss man even do he does he have any defenses besides the 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 one versus farouk that we're about to cover like this is what he we, did this was the hardcore yeah, title we have, like two or there's like there's like four. There's one that's theoretic that's listed on Cage Match as a hardcore title defense, but that's not correct. Okay, that's it's the Rock match. It. No, 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 that's not the Rock match. It's the Al Snow match. It's okay, a rematch against Al Snow. Except this is not a hardcore oh, match. Oh, I, ac- I accidentally watched that. By the way, <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh, I watched it too because I was like, "Is this a hardcore title match?" It's like, "This isn't a fucking hardcore title match." Well, yeah, they. It's, it's not. It all happens in the ring too. It doesn't feel like one. There's uh, Albert Sneak's uh, boss man a weapon. Like, why would he need to do that? Yeah, so we got to talk. We got to talk about Albert here too, because Albert. Uh, this is Prince Albert, Lord Tenzai, Giant Bernard, uh, whatever his real name is. I'm not sure. This is where he comes in, and Jason Bloom. Jason Bloom, nice. Uh, and and he is really something. Uh, on the October 28th episode of SmackDown, which I thought, I think I went to the wrong one. I'm not sure exactly how this happened, but it's the show with that, the non-title uh, Boss Man versus Al Snow match that we talked about just now. The sort of video package that lays out the entire Boss Man Big Show feud that happens here is really what sums it all up. Like It's, it's really something. Uh, there's GTV footage, the security camera, which I don't, I, <laughs> I, I don't remember. I know that that happened, and I know it was never revealed, but I don't really remember how frequent those segments were. Um, were they very? They were pretty. They're frequent enough um, that people would care for like years after about sure. like, what was that supposed to be? And it was supposed to, and they always say it was supposed to just be gold dust, but I don't. I think I don't know. Who yeah, cares? I've heard that too. It doesn't, yeah, it's it, not doesn't, real. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, but there's there's footage of him making fun of the show, making fun of the big show, um, for being sad about his dad, and like there's like a I think it, it's implied that he paid somebody to go tell show 
that his dad had died. Yes. And but like he hadn't or whatever, and it was just like a big prank. And so they're laughing about that. And then later on, uh, I don't know if it was the same show or the, the 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 one the next week or what, but the the segment where he is cutting a promo on show and reveals that he's stolen like a family heirloom. Did you watch this? Uh, I I didn't. Oh man, you got to go back. I saw the- I saw the thing, but I'm like, I don't remember this somehow. So the the, the storyline here is that the big boss man has somehow obtained, stolen, like, directly or, you know, paid off one of the, the many uh, maids of the, of the white family um, and has obtained this, like, pocket watch maybe or some sort of gold item. And it's Michael Cole is, like, doing his, you know, fucking Owen Hart voice on the voiceover and he's like a stolen family heirloom that is in its third generation of being in the big show's family and show comes after him. And then I think, uh, Albert hits him in the head with the hammer, like a, like a fucking hammer. And then the big boss man puts the, 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 the pocket watch or whatever it is, the family heirloom on a big cartoonish fucking anvil like the kind that would get, you know, dropped on fucking Roadrunner's head or whatever, and smashes it with the same hammer. <laughs> um, so that's part of the it's part of the setup for this. Um, I also on this show, I watched quite a bit of this show. Um, there's a segment with the road dog who is caught in a bear trap. Yes, uh, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And his feud of DX is literally hunting oh, okay. members. He catches Road Dog in, in a bear trap. He catches Billy Gunn in a snare. So Billy Gunn, the one, Mr. Ass, is hanging upside down oh, okay. a from snare. a fucking snare. That's like a that's like the the foot trap thing. No, yeah, where it's like, it's like the rope, the and rope then grabs your ca- foot. Okay, cool, and then sp- pulls you up, and, and and it's just like it's like something out of the fucking Punisher, like. He's just like taunting him. It's like <laughs> that sounds great to me. Let me tell you something, Billy Gunn. <laughs> uh, I'm fucking. I'm gonna fuck your mouth. <laughs> Man, it's just so weird. The it's spirit weird. of Russo living on. <laughs> God, yeah, that's where that's where we would have gone if Kresge hadn't come around. It would have been the most dangerous rape game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So they, they, there's also like. There's like a paramedic trying to get the road dog out of the bear trap, and Triple H is just <laughs> slapping the paramedic in the back of the head while he tries to help him. <laughs> the guy was always a fucking dickhead. Um, so make after him, make him make him do it himself. <laughs> he doesn't do it himself. How's he gonna learn? No, just step in the bear trap. God, yeah. he's probably such a fucking terrible father. That guy, I I can't imagine. And her, obviously, that's a that's a that that you've won the fucking. Like the whatever the opposite of the lottery is, <laughs> fucking the, Shirley Jackson's the yeah, lottery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so after that Bossman Al Snow match from the October twenty eighth episode of SmackDown, um, Al Snow tells, or no, Big Show comes on. So, something happens. They're told to go in into the parking lot. I think Bossman and Albert are gonna go attack Al Snow in the parking lot. Is what's gonna happen. Um, and, but there's no Al Snow. So there's this, this is an insane scene. All right. I'm going to try to lay this out for you. You didn't watch this. So I'm going to try to lay it out for you. 
I didn't watch it in full. I, I saw a clip of it. But okay. I didn't see the film. So I'm like, what, what the fuck is this shit? This All is right. the most music I've ever seen. It's, uh, this is crazy. So Albert and Bossman, I guess they, I guess maybe Al Snow drives away or something. And so they're going to get in a car and chase him. And they go to this car that is parked about six inches from a wall. <laughs> on one side sure. like so they both get in the driver's boss side man doesn't boss man double parks <laughs> you have to think he's a cop I mean, of course he does right right of course so i'll um, hear like kojak <laughs> yeah uh albert gets in the back seat and and uh boss man gets in the front seat of this car and then it like won't start or something and the big show flips on the lights of a fucking forklift uh and he comes at them like a T-bow and like a 90 degree angle and with his forks raised. Okay. Like I, I, I'd get in trouble for riding around the warehouse I work at with my forks up this high, like moving without like putting a load on or taking a load off of a specific space. Dangerously high. The forks in Incredibly the air. Incredibly improper procedure. Definitely, definitely not like OSHA, uh, adhering to OSHA standards, um, crushes the car against the wall with the forks uh, and gets out, and it's crazy too because it's like they could have easily just pierced the fucking uh, the doors and killed the boss man and, and Albert they, a little higher. They would have gone through the windows and just decapitated these fucking fools. Um, and they're like they had to like dive over across the seat into the, the passenger side to avoid getting d- the killed. And so they're trapped in this fucking car. And, and then com- the big show I, I, comes. All right, so the the wall they're next to is just like an elevated platform, and there's a dumpster right there. Big show pushes this big dumpster onto the top of the car, which crushes the car and would absolutely kill these two fucking guys. <laughs> um, uh, you know, whatever the effects work is there, I'm sure they just got out while they, they changed shots. But like, it was it, it just so insane. It's such a I, like I can't think of a. A, a funnier thing you could do with a vehicle than that, right? Yes, and then okay, in this package <laughs> is is my favorite part of it, uh, which is the boss man and Albert lo- lo- uh, tear gassing the Big Show in a trainer and locking him in a room. Oh yeah, to be <laughs> kids to be murdered by this tear gas. Yeah, he would be murdered. Yeah, I know this man is is the Big Show, the world's largest athlete. I presume he has lo- like. Excellent lung capacity, even as a smoker. Well, I don't know about this nerd little trainer. This guy would die. This is a war crime. Yeah. This is tantamount. This is tantamount to a war crime. <laughs> this is a crime against humanity that the the big boss man and Prince Albert have committed to get revenge on a feud they started with the yeah, big show. Why are they? Away. What I is happening? Why are they even after him? What is happening? Maybe we should have watched and like seen like the actual impetus for this feud, but I think it's just boss man is a fucking prick. He's um, an asshole. Like it's just yeah. he's just a fucking cop. He's a fucking bitch. Um, and you know, big show like the world's largest Antifa super soldier. Um, I, well, I guess since we will see the reveal later on that Viscera is not an ally, not in any way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I I I, I was uh, pretty thrilled by all of this. Uh, and what I said before, I can't think of a funnier thing you can do with a with a vehicle. I was actually uh, doing a, a, a segue uh, into the Wink. funeral. 
That's a, that, that fuck. That was a segue in and itself. That segue. Mm. Remember mm. the segue? Mm-hmm. Remember how the founder drove one off of a cliff and died? Same way Big Show's dad died, apparently. I would I, assume as much. What I heard, at least. Uh, this is from what the twelfth of November. Yeah. Is that right? The uh, yeah. All right. No. All right. It's, it's it says uh. 11-9. That's the date you wrote, so I'm going to say from November 11th episode of SmackDown. Um, this is the funeral. Big Show's father's funeral, and also the Big Boss Man versus Farouk. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we need to talk about the funeral scene. I think people know it, right? I think we just need to gif it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What well, else is there to be a gif, really? I mean, the other time a guy, <laughs> the, the the other vehicular assault in this, the, we could, there's there's multiple instances where we could have uh, vehicular assault as the gif for this show. Um, really, let's just use this. Let's just use this, the finale of the third season of Breaking Bad. Why not? Yeah, sure, sure. Let's do it. Um, wait, which one is well, that? Uh, who gives a shit about spoilers? The one where yeah. uh, Walt hits the guys with the Aztec to save Jesse. And it's a phenomenal scene of vehicular manslaughter. I cannot remember it. I, I, oh, well, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure it is. That's the one where he has to kill the, uh, the the guy, the other cook guy. I don't know. Why are we talking about this? I don't even like that show very much. It's a good show. It was You're fine. Thinking, it, it, was fine. It, it was fine. It's, listen, it's it's... A lot of TV shows are judged by things that they aren't suppo- that they don't have to be, and it's okay mm-hmm. that that they're not those things. They sure. just have to be good. It's it's. I'm it's sure like you're alluding kid. to something specific, but I don't know what it is. Oh, it's when the kid. It's when they fucking killed the kid or some shit, and okay. Jesse's like, "Oh, I gotta kill these guys." Okay. And then Walt's like, "No, no, that's that's my. That's, we have the same Walt. We have the same Walt White voice. Uh, can you do Mike Walter? That's." Is that pretty good? No half measures. Walter. Yeah, all right. That's your Breaking Bad uh, retrospective. <laughs> Didn't expect to go down that that way. Um, the big boss man has an old cop car, which is like straight out of fucking John Landis's Blues Brothers. I was going to say, because it also has the fucking uh, loudspeaker like in the goddamn Blues Brothers. Yeah, it's, it's, it going must be a reference. Wisconsin. Yeah. It's gotta be. It's weird. Let me, I'm gonna look that up for the. I'm just gonna look Blues, Blues Brothers car because I didn't actually. Bro. Think of, I didn't think about Bro. it. In... <laughs> you, I never saw a photo of Big Bubba Rogers until now. Sure. And you know what this guy reminds me of? He reminds me of the Blues Brothers. Belushi and Ackroyd in <laughs> that movie, Elwood and Juliet Jake. And I think that this is gonna be really funny if he's got the cop car like they do. And he just drives it around, and he's a dick. Ah, forget so, about it. So what this is, is this is Chris Kresge uh, calling Vince Russo and Ed Ferrara on a three-way call <laughs> and saying, I don't know where you guys wanted to take this storyline. And he's like, bro, you ever see that movie? <laughs> like, Yes, it is exactly that. It is exactly that car. Shit. All right, well, that's cool. Good job. Good job, whoever did that, because that's pretty good. It's the fucking... The megaphone cop car from the Blues Brothers. That's great. Um, so, do you think that Ray Trailer could would have been uh, a good leader of uh, a classic uh, Chicago blues band? I don't know. Probably I don't. Not. I don't. I mean, I think he has the authority to sort of like be a band leader. 
Um, but I don't know if he has any musical abilities. I mean, not that blues necessarily like requires it in every capacity, but you know, I, I think it. It's it's Dan. I mean, if Dan Aykroyd and and John Belushi certainly didn't have a whole lot, but they could. No, but they they, they had just, fucking. They're just throwing it to Donald Duck Dunn and Guitar Murphy and so forth. They had style. No, they classic had... stuff. Yes, they definitely have more style. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I, Ray Ray Trailer seems like a real life piece of shit fascist to me. <laughs> I don't I don't see any goodness in him, and maybe because he maybe it's just because he was so evil for his entire career. Um, but I don't. I the Guardian I, Angel was was. Yeah, he's a fascist gimmick. Even though he was also a babyface, because right. Curtis Lewa is a is a fascist. Right. No offense to Vampira, the leader of the chapter of the Guardian Angels in Mexico City. Of course, <laughs> that's insane. It's <laughs> insane. Yeah. Um, so I I I guess what happens here? He comes in and he's shouting uh, things about like Big Show's mother being like a whore. Or, like, Big Show's dad was gay or something. Yeah. Um, stuff like that, you know. You know, boss man shit that he says. Um, there's, like... I've noticed a couple of continuity error- errors in the uh, in, in the editing of this. Uh, but basically... Uh, did you notice uh, Big Show's uh, formal leather jacket? Oh, so, be- yeah, Big Show is wearing... Uh, is it a leather jacket or a leather trench coat? I guess I guess it's just it might be a trench coat, but I I it was just so funny looking like I this, I this is this is just what he wears. This is you know that's just how he pays respect to his dad. Is yeah. he uh, is that he looks uh, like a like you know a German man? Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> okay, so it it is it, it appears to not be a trench coat. It's a leather jacket and then also leather pants. <laughs> oh, um, I'm watching Maybe it now. Big, the big boss man was right about the big show's father. <laughs> Who can say? I'm trying to see if this does it have the auto-generated uh, uh, closed captioning, and it does not seem to have it. Um, so, but I'm not going to play the audio over. Uh, but yeah, so I guess Big Show he climbs on. He's pointing at him. He's like, "You better back off." And he runs over, he takes his leather jacket off, he's got a V-neck t-shirt on, <laughs> a, he's wore a V-neck t-shirt, leather pants and a leather jacket, and fucking, like, uh, Morpheus sunglasses <laughs> to the, his father's funeral. So he gets on top of the car, boss man hits the fucking gas, like a little Terrible bump. idea to get on the top. Yeah. Why not just punch the window? Punch the window, punch- yeah. I, he wasn't thinking straight. He's, he's having a hard time. His dad just died. Yeah. Uh, all right. So boss man, uh, like, knocks him off the car. It's not really much of a bump, but he really sells it. Um, all of his, his mom is there and his cousins, and they're all normal height, which is, you know, I, I, I don't buy it. Um, bit... I don't know about Paul White's actual – I mean, because he has gigantism, so maybe it's just a fault. Okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe. He had to have the surgery on his thyroid when he was in his teens or sure, early twenties, sure. so so he didn't uh, die like Andre. Yeah, yeah, yep, good, good. Um, boss man attaches a chain to the coffin and says, "I heard you like to be a drag queen. Well, I'm gonna show you something about dragon or so." What does he say? I think he's addressing the big show's father's casket and saying i heard back in the day that you had a lot of that you always wanted to be a drag queen well i'll tell i'm gonna turn to you about drag 
He's yeah. a dragon, and it's, it's, just like, like, it's real, like he's a real drag queen now. It's a, big show. <laughs> it's really, really well constructed lines, bro. Listen, I got this idea. They gotta drag him, and you know these men that dress up like women. What if we did something with this? <laughs> and then he fucking gets fired the next day, and Chris Christie's like, I, "You guys already shot this. I don't know what what am I supposed to do with this?" Um, yeah, he so Big Show dives on the fucking on the cas on the casket coffin. I know they're not interchangeable, but whatever. I don't know which one is which. Um, are they interchangeable? Casket is the metal thing. Coffin is a thing they put it inside of. I mean, in the ground it doesn't match this matter. This funerary box, if you will. Yes. Quote Matt Striker. Okay. Yeah. Now there's an intelligent young man. Um, and Big Show hops on it and is hanging onto the top as he pulls away. And it looks like it's going pretty fast. I'm actually gonna uh, see if I can clock this. I'm gonna say he. Well, maybe not. He probably gets up to about ten before. Which being drugged behind your behind somebody's car. I mean, I don't know. I've seen Jess Margera uh, <laughs> getting dragged at forty miles per hour on like a broken piece of furniture. Um, but you know, the Big Show is no CKY drummer, just Margera. Um, He's all, and also, you know, they did not. They, they you know. Plan was not for him for it to be an extended low speed chase. Had he been prepared for that, he might have found a different position to sit in, sure. to lie across. You can say, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure WWF uh, had considered all of that. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. I'm thinking of what's the what's the Tarantino movie where she just hangs on the rim or on the rim on the on the hood the entire time. Uh, Death Proof. Death Proof. Good movie. Um, yes, yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, so, my wife. My wife. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, I was, just gonna, I was just mouthing. <laughs> My wife said, "Where did he take the body?" This question is not <laughs> fully answered, to my knowledge. So, what did? Let's just let's just let's just dial it back. Let's measure. Let's do a little measuring here. Um, the last time we saw the big boss man and a corpse. What happened to that corpse? Um, well, he fed it to uh, a, a, a man he was feuding with of the hardcore title. Yeah. So, my question to you. After having uh, Mr. Fuji prepare it. And we yeah. referenced, right, yes, of course. Uh, we referenced Scott Tannerman from South Park, a hell of a show uh, to go back to if you haven't seen it in a long time. It, it really is just like it was then. Um, it, is it safe to say that Maybe if Russo had still been here, they would have doubled down on the pepper on the on the feeding. Do so you think he would have tried to <laughs> one big burger to the big show? Yes, yes, and and maybe I mean, why would you trust the the, the big boss man to feed you at that rate? Okay, so I tried Snow... to make you a peace offering, big show. Here's. <laughs> I've cooked you a delicious dinner. Didn't you do this for Al Snow? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> Concussions, they're a hell of a thing. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, well, they, you know, they, he... I'm, I'm punch drunk. I've been, I've been, you know, been around the block a couple times. You know that. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I, I wrestled you before. And that other company down south. Yeah. Wink. Did, were they doing that at this point? I guess they probably did that for a long time, didn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, I I, th- I think the uh, the idea that that's where this could have gone is pretty beautiful. 
Um, unfortunately, it doesn't go anywhere, right? It it, it ends with uh, with um, a, like a seven minute match at Survivor Series. It's like yeah, and it's like after um, I forget who it's big. Sh- it's supposed to be Big Show, Kai Tai, and someone else, and the Big Show's like a fuck this shit. I don't need your jobbers, and then he just takes out. Uh, Albert, Midian, Viscera, and uh, the boss man in like two minutes. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't realize that. So they did they, ha- they had a title match at Armageddon then. Yes. Okay. That goes yeah. like two minutes. It goes two minutes. It, it's short as hell. It's under four minutes for sure. Because the main event of that was actually Triple H versus yeah Vince, Vince. Stephanie. Of course. Which I, I I remember liking that match like when I saw it. I don't know if it was actually good, but um, that's well. You know what? We'll find out. When Vince dies. That's right. That's right. The complete and accurate Vince. Vince McMahon, yeah. We're going to do every match that he was ever in. I can't wait for that. Please die already, you fucking <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, He's so old. He is really it's fucking... Clearly... I, I hey, think... Look, they, they, took my, they took my girl, RBG. Now y'all got to take Vinny Mac, all right? One for I, one. You know, one I'm for a, one. I'm a, I'm a believer in euthanasia. That man needs to be euthanized. Yeah, yeah. He'd probably have fun. He'd probably like be like, "Give me all you got, motherfucker!" <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. Death, the ultimate challenge. Oh God, he should wrestle death. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Literally wrestle death. They fought. Oh. They fought God. They should, he should. He should take on death itself. Um, Armageddon, nineteen ninety nine. Big Show defeats the Boss Man in three minutes, even according to yes. Trigger World Cage Match <laughs> which is what I call it. Yes. Um. Uh, so, Bossman at some point said that they should call a big show the Big Freak Show, which I thought was a pretty good line. Um, anyways, he also wrestled Farouk on this night, and Ron Simmons, absolutely big-time Antifa super soldier, of course. Um, this, this match, there's not a lot here, I believe it goes 2 minutes and 37 seconds, but... Ron Simmons kicks ass. Oh, he's uh, really good. He's so Farouk rocks in like a a very us sort of way. The shit that we really like. Um, he's like high energy and he's pulling pads off of barricades. He's using like the ring, like the ring steps, um, the the announce table. He's just using his surroundings in like a really good way. And he he like he look he like observes and. Uh, and surveys the the area that he's working within, and he's like, "How can I use like all four corners? You know, how can I turn in any direction and have something to use in this match?" Um, just a smart, a smart guy uh, for understanding how to utilize his surroundings. And I guess that's probably you know Finley and whoever else you know we talk about that with. Uh, I always said Chris Masters was very good at it, and I don't know if anybody believed yes. me. Um, hey, I'm 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 down if this. I love Chris Masters. You yeah, know that. beautiful man, beautiful man. Um, but Farouk has it for sure, for sure, and never gets recognized for that. I'd like to actually watch more Farouk matches to see how much I believe that. Obviously, a great tag wrestler as well. Um, he hits a big flying sort of chair smash, like Sabu sort of yeah chair smash to the head. Uh, off of the off the announce table, so like Farouk diving off of the fucking announce table is very cool, um, and then we get another one of these sequences um, that is sort of I, I don't so this is this is less BDSM than the the Al Snow uh, uh, f- flagellation sort of thing that happened. Yeah, handcuffed to uh, 
uh, you know, a cyclone fence. Yeah, and begging, begging to be beaten. Um, this is not that, but we do get more of this, like, weird, you know, zip ties. And this is, I think, a, an extension cable. Um, yeah, it's, it's like a camera cable that he ra- that he uh, hangs uh, the big boss man with. And yeah. he punches him in the face over and over. And it's cool as shit. Yeah. It's great. It's Looks really good. Great. And, of course, this is at least the second time that... We've seen that the big boss man has been hanged this year. Yeah, or, yeah. <sighs> at least, at least, yeah. I think it may Here's the thing. Would we now enjoy, after this reign of terror, seeing him be hanged by uh, the brood at WrestleMania 15? The answer is I don't know. But that match is, as I've said before, having rewatched that match recently enough, that match is kick-ass. As, as it really should be. It's the Undertaker and Bossman beating sure. the shit out of each other in hell itself for ten minutes. Um, yeah, I think maybe maybe we just needed the rest of 99 to really... I mean, it's like, that's a heel versus heel match. Nobody knew what the fuck to think. Um, that's just... That's peak Russo dumb shit. That's, the reason nobody liked that match is because... You, who do you fucking fuck? root for? Yeah, like, what's, what's the, the, fuck point? the fuck is the fucking point? Yeah, why the is point? There, why is there a mid-card Hell in a Cell match? <laughs> yeah, it's a very funny concept. Why? How did it get to this point between these two men individually? Bro, and, you got just... that cage? <laughs> the big one, yeah. Bring it on in here. We're going to make history. We're going to do Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania. We hadn't done that before. You know? <laughs> yeah, the first now, ever. Yeah, it's true. Technically, there's only been another, only one other WrestleMania since we introduced the thing. But that no matter. Forget about that. Forget when about are that. they ever going to do another one of these? Well, we then... don't need to get into that, all right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I knew, we'd, I knew we'd find a way. Hopefully, we can carry that forward. Um, the, the, the finish of this is fucking Albert comes in and... If boss man wins, I don't know, with the, the fucking nightstick, who cares? Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Albert Pepper sprays, uh, he maces uh, a fucking mace, an Antipa uh, super soldier himself now. That's right. Uh, and he, he hits him, and then Frick's like, oh, fuck, and then that's the match. I mean, it's two minutes, 37 seconds, but it's a, it's a, it's a solid two minutes, 37 yeah, seconds. Yeah, it's so, good. Really it's good shit. It's cool to watch, uh, and it's absolutely worth watching this segment for what happens immediately after um, when... There's a shot of the, I think uh, Bossman and Albert are about to leave the ringside area, and it's a close up. Um, so like the stage is to the left of them, the ring is to the right, and it's close up on them. They're outside the ring, and all of a sudden, you see a chair enter the left side of the frame at such an enormous fucking speed and just destroy albert's fucking brain and then as as you the the shot widens it's bradshaw and it could be anyone else he has thoroughly (laughs) bradshawed that ass um with the with the chair the unprotected chair shot um so that's that's worth it maybe the hardest chair shot of 1999 i think like a legitimate case for it and that includes the rock versus foley um if did you see this part or did you t- switch it off i did it was great okay uh, you think that's fair okay. you think it's a, it's a top yeah, five chair shot of the year it's great it's absolutely and you know what we can say that because J- jason bloom's still alive albert's still going he's doing that's great. right yeah, he's got a great right. job at the performance center yeah 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 we we you don't you know we don't we don't say great chair shot if it's one of the if it's to one of the guys who uh had some incidents 
with his brain afterwards. I uh, mean, we've ever covered Masada Tanaka versus Mike Awesome. We'll probably say, man, Tanaka killed that guy with the chair shot. It was awesome. And then it's like, oh, yeah, Mike, Mike Awesome definitely killed himself because he had massive CTE that led to depression issues. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's not all Tanaka's fault. He got hit in the head with a lot of fucking chairs. And Uh, you know what, though? Still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's great. He's great. Um, He's, uh, I think, a new, a a grandfather now, right? It's so funny. Uh, So, yeah, don't watch that either. Don't watch any of this, unless you're having, uh, if you want to see some cool shit. Um, Like, uh, let's see here. I, I thought I had more from this show, but I don't. Uh, I have got... one thing. Okay, so you know, so um, invited to this episode of SmackDown was one of the biggest movie stars in, uh, sure. in history, Arnold Schwarzenegger. The same episode of SmackDown in which the big boss man, who had appeared in the segment before, drug a man's father in his coffin after interrupting his funeral away from the coffin to do God knows what with. As the road dog Jesse James said, they like to get funky down there in the Cobb County Jail. <laughs> and, um, uh, and then Arnold Schwarzenegger, a future governor yeah. of, the, one of, the, of the, one of the biggest states, the most popular state in, in the country. He's just there. And you're yeah. like, yeah, America. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, this is, this is a time. I think they, we just got off of Jesse Ventura, um, in, in the main event of SummerSlam, uh, refereeing. So a real good, uh, Real good mojo between Vince and numerous, uh, I don't want to say left-leaning politicians, but kind of, <laughs> I guess, right? I mean, compared to where he would go... Yeah, yeah, I that's. I guess that's what I'm saying, yeah. At least, at least, at least they were in Predator, which is a fear, which is sort right, of an anti-imperialist movie. Of course, of course, absolutely is. Um, yeah, wow, I didn't even put that together. Those two guys were both in that movie. Um, along with Bill Duke, baby. Bill Duke, shouts out. Carl uh, Weathers. Yeah, yeah, that's the two black guys. <laughs> um, and there's an Indian guy, too. Good representation. Of that. Sony, no, Sony. No women. Yeah, I, I will say this. Does not pass the Bechdel test. Predator does not. <laughs> it's a real shame. It'd be a perfect movie if it did. Um, you got anything else on this? Nah, that's pretty cool. I'm, ultimately, I'm a, I have a take about how... We, how I feel is though they failed the hardcore title division, but we'll get to it after uh, at least the, after. Do you want, do you want to go for the Kane match next, or do you want to take a break? For I think moment? I think take a little break, come back. Sonny Landam, Sonny Landam kicks ass. That's him. Man, that's yeah. the Indian guy. Yeah, that's him. We'll be right back.
highlight the hard work and effort GCW Wrestling Pro is doing to ensure the safety of wrestlers and fans this weekend. One of all wrestlers, one being all wrestlers and staff, must arrive on site with a hard copy of negative COVID tests. That's so weird. Are, like wrestlers actually getting tested and like showing up with real like that seems pretty easy to also uh, fabricate. Right? Yes. Also, <laughs> the fact of the matter that that shit can completely change at the flip of a fucking switch from whether or not you have it or not. Also, and not to defend anyone who may have tested positive, um, but the fact is, is that like, so there may or may not be, like, we don't need to go on record with this. We may, um, that the way they're testing for COVID is that they run it through an additional, uh, seven to 10 cycles. And they normally would with any other virus. This is how the asymptomatic carriers thing happened. <laughs> Those are people who don't actually have, they might not actually have it. They were exposed to someone who exposed to someone who it's like, they don't have anything, but they were close enough to having it. And like, you would not do that for it. And it's like, so people have it and it's like, oh yeah, they're, they're fine. And that's how it's just like, like now there's the AEW outbreak that apparently happened at Warrior Wrestling. <laughs> uh, even though that doesn't even make sense because if like Lance Hoyt had it, then... I don't know. Apparently, Brian Pullman Jr. is the linchpin on all of this because of, of course, course it would be. that's awesome. I, I saw Alex Zane and uh, somebody else. I was sad about that. Yeah, I like he'll Lance, be all right. I, I like Lance Archer too, though. I'm like, I don't want any of them to. No, yeah. But it, they probably here's a, they, they're probably asymptomatic carriers, or who knows? I don't yeah. fucking know. It's so it's really stupid. The thing of it is that COVID nineteen, all this stuff is completely real. It's just all of the response to it. Well, it's, it's just terrible. It's just like nobody knows what they're doing. Disinformation and shit. It's just like you know, everybody believes something different. And I, I like oh, Jesus Christ. Um, do I sound the same? Jesus Christ. No, you sound fine. You okay. sound well, my fucking headset fell off my head while I was playing with some sharp pieces of plastic because I smoked weed before we started recording this podcast. Um, and now I'm drinking. <laughs> now that we're back from break, welcome back to wrestling is gross. Um, I'm drinking as well. Um. Also, I want to just a little editor's note. I'm sorry I said Indian earlier. I meant American Indigenous people. <laughs> yeah. Sonny Landham is who I was talking about. The uh, Native Indigenous, you know. Also, <laughs> fascist. Yeah. He, like, with yeah. Uh, ties to Bo Grits and such, yeah. as far as I'm aware. So I should feel fine about saying that? That's fine. Um, listen uh, listen uh, to this. Uh, he's an it, asshole. Who cares? I just saw uh, this this quote from last night's episode of uh, Real Time with Bill Maher, uh, uh, directed at leftists who didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. I hope you enjoy carrying your rape baby to term. You can name it Jill, Jill Stein. Is that what these people think? These people think that we all voted. Because like, I voted for Hillary Clinton. I did. I I was like bummed about it, but I did. Is that... I couldn't vote. Yeah, like a lot of us just can't <laughs> I couldn't vote for Jill Stein. I couldn't vote, and I was also like sick. Yeah, like, like... desperately sick. Uh, like all fucking day on election day it was great. Yeah, that's why this year you're able to. It's great because you can mail in your vote for Joe Biden, and you'll be very happy in doing so. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, or I can go walk to the church that's not that far away if they're still uh, – uh, uh, it's great for the record they that the church is a polling place and it's still open. You know, um, yeah. I can walk there and I can cast my ballot in person and be like, 
Oh man, I, I'm glad I exposed myself. Yeah, for yeah. Joe Biden. I wouldn't. Then again, if they called the troops, uh, stupid bastards. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, love yeah. It. I love. I love any 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 of that. Um, I I do want to just say again, as I have said on this podcast before, um, that the day me and my wife went and voted in the Illinois primary, we both had COVID nineteen. Um, so we didn't know it yet. But we had it, so shouts out to anybody who voted at the same polling place I did <laughs> in Peoria, Illinois. Hey, uh, they, they probably also already had it, too. Yeah, I was wearing gloves and a fucking... We didn't have masks, but I had a bandana. Remember when we didn't have masks? You were like, I'm going to wear my grandma's scarf or some shit you said. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. <laughs> it, fucking, it was so stupid. Mm. I have a real mask now. It works. And they're like, yeah, all right. I have like 10. I like I just I bought a bunch of black ones. And it's like I got some... I found yeah. the ones I liked, and, I, and, and they're great, and I could wear one for the rest of my life. Hopefully I don't have to, but... It's a fun look, though. It's, it, I look fucking sick. I look like one of the members of the uh, the T-Bar. What's that, What's the shit? Retribution? The, retribution. I look like Donovan Dijakovic, baby, and that's that's <laughs> all I ever wanted. Donnie Corleone. Hell uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bill Maher. Uh, Bill remember Maher. when you said the N-word? <laughs> I do. I was just about to say that. Do you, do you, and then Ice Cube had to come on and, like literally say that that's our word <laughs> like this, we've been doing this for such a long time now how do you still just do this if you're you know if you're if you're what not does hbo get out of having him around i don't i don't know people watch him people love this fucking guy people still like live still like bill maher it's it's he's never gonna go away until he's put away um parody <laughs> satire yeah um Trump yeah. should have had Hillary arrested. I think I think he should do it on November second, oh, and the stimulus check, and then we'll all vote for him. I will. I, if, seriously, I'm going to say this. No, I probably wouldn't. But I would consider <laughs> voting for Donald Trump if he had Hillary Clinton arrested, just because I think it would be really funny, really yes. very funny, really very funny. Um, yeah. So, um, I haven't seen any movies. I haven't done shit. I haven't um, seen that many movies. Uh, what do I saw there? Oh, that's good. I don't know. I rewatched Four Lions. Four Lions is great. Chris. I only gave. I only got to give. I think it's better than a four star movie on Letterbox. But here's the thing: the version on Tubi didn't have closed captioning. Oh yeah, there's closed captioning with that movie because thick accents and yeah, and references to shit that I don't understand because it's not fucking. Four Lions is the uh, is the sleeper cell comedy, the dark comedy directed by Chris Morris of Brass Eye and the Day to Day fame. Um, that is about four terrorists in London, right? Uh, they're in Yorkshire. Yorkshire. They... Yes. Uh, preparing uh, a Morris. preparing a bombing and suicide bombing, and it's a comedy. Um, and if people have not seen that, it is truly one of the best i keep thinking about um do you remember the scene with uh the riz ahmed character talking to his cousin over the puffin party yeah yeah sure thing and just i remember i've seen puff. i've seen the movie it's, twice i, I remember it's well so good yeah it's so fucking fun it's and it's the, it's genuinely very sad it's very good. sad that's uh, good a movie, lot of great movie but a lot it, of but god damn it it needs closed captioning otherwise it's you're I, missing at least half of what they're saying. I can't understand a goddamn word any of those English people are saying. Let me tell you. Um, yes, the yeah. Barry, the white man, he worst of them all, probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I have I haven't really watched shit. Um, we watched Singing in the Rain together, me and my daughter. Great movie. Um, that was about a month ago. But yeah. We haven't had our like you know we haven't uh, done any just you and me shows in a while, so we haven't had a chance to do this. But I saw Melancholia last Monday. I like it was, that's my favorite Von Trier movie probably. It was real. It's it's very very good. Yeah, it's great actually. I gave it a great. Um, you know Star- what do I also have a chat roulette Gainsbourg. What else do I have is a full uh, for Peeping Tom by Michael Powell, yeah, classic. Great. I'd have that way higher. I love that movie. Oh, yeah, I gave oh I give that a four and a half. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I think that's what I've got uh, it as. Gun Crazy from 1950, four stars, classic. Night comes for us. I think we that's just after we'd recorded. Yeah, night the night comes, comes for, us. for us is awesome. If people have seen um, what 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 was that guy in uh the the raid the raid, the raid yes. Um, yeah, it's more of that, except it's actually, like, way more violent somehow. Um, I never finished it. I should get back to that. Me and my, my, my boy, when he was, like, six months old, we were watching that, and, uh, my wife and my daughter were out of the house, and they got home early, and so I had to turn it off, but me and my six-month-old, he was just staring at, like, limbs getting chopped off in this fucking Thai movie, or, uh, Indonesian or something. Indonesian, Indonesian yes. movie. Um, and uh, he loved it. I haven't given anything else five stars since we recorded last thing. Yeah, because last thing I gave five stars was Adaptation, which is right, the last thing I saw before we recorded the Ian episode of Phil and JR. So. Sure. Yeah, I haven't actually rated anything on Letterboxd for a while. Yeah, um, and uh, I'll Starship get, Troopers I'll get back to four it. and a half. Yeah. Cla- masterpiece. We all know this. Of course, of course. Um, the only I, thing I is did... that maybe it commits too hard to the bit of half of all of the actors – all of the ch- all of the young actors being terrible to I the think... point where you're like, man, I wish these actors were actually good. No, the guy, Seth Gilliam is good, but that's it. Yes, yeah, so that's from fine. the wire, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I don't really need them to be good. I just Jake Busey's here. Yeah, you well, know, big teeth, big teeth. Playing the uh, green electronic violin, playing Dixie on right. Incredible. That's a, no, scene. Starship Troopers is one of my favorite movies ever. It's ever, a phenomenal ever. movie. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, I was ha- I, so you know some good stuff, some Netflix horror. I gotta stop watching the Netflix horror. Most of it's terrible. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, well, all right. Uh, uh, but you know, having having a good time with the films. Yeah, with the cinema. I've mostly rewatched stuff lately. I rewatched Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy um, on a, over a long weekend. Like I've, you know, so that's what you do. You get like a th- three days off, and you're just like. Uh, I'm going to actually sit down and just enjoy a thing that I know I'll enjoy and like an extremely slow movie. Tinker Taylor, Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy is one of my favorite movies of the last decade. Um, have you seen it? No. Oh, you should watch it. It's. Uh, I want I, to. I would like to. I think it's, it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. That's where yeah, I watched so it. Yeah, so it's in my, certainly in my list. Yeah. Yes, I know this. Um, I've watched the first don't, – don't ask me why. I mean the answer is pretty simple. I just wanted to watch some dumb fantasy shit. Uh, but I've watched uh, The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, and The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smog, both on my phone, which is, let me tell you, the greatest way to watch yes. a 200 fucking million dollar budgeted dumb shit movie. Those are both bad, but I enjoy things about them. Um, and I rewatched A Better Tomorrow by John Woo, uh, starring Chai Yun-Fat and some other guys. Leslie Chung, isn't it? Um, and that movie is fucking great. Um, I have not I've, been. Uh, I have one thought about uh, uh, what were you getting said though. I mean, I was gonna I was gonna pivot from movies into what I actually have been doing. Um, but if you got something on John Woo, I was I was thinking not about John Woo, but you know how many 
so I don't think there's as many somehow martial arts movies now as in as in recent past. So that's not fully the, true. The but Hong the Kong time, the Hong Kong film industry is like uh, much worse off financially yeah. in the last twenty years compared to what they were in like from seventy five to two thousand. That's the yes, reason. But what I'm thinking is, I don't know how someone could see like the night comes for us and not be like, yeah, that's what I want to do as a wrestler. Now, but everyone now wrestles like Johnny Gargano, and you're like. Huh. Yeah, there's a certain different like others. Why do we not have martial artists in, in wrestling? I, I think they, I think they're just too legitimate. I think a lot of them yeah. are. I think we're like moving away from that, where you see guys like, uh, um, like Matt Mikowski, like Dominic Guarini, like these guys don't have to wrestle. They could just do their thing, but they could probably make a little more money in wrestling, and they've realized it's more. Uh, more legitimate maybe than, than than they were brought up to believe by their trainers who would just like laugh at that stuff like that generation of those of those people um but also like i think that's a very specific style of fighting that i think probably looks a lot better on film than it does yeah. on like hd video um and while while they're pulling their punches and not being able to cut cameras a lot um i don't know i i don't know how much of the the uh, incredible fucking nature of the the action scenes and the raid redemption and the night comes for us um has to do with editing but i think it it can't hurt you know it just it just why you know in your heart of hearts you just want to see a tony jaw disciple yeah. beat the shit out of uh, i don't know naito in new japan but i also just wish the new japan was good so i mean i got a lot of issues at hand well, I I wonder. I've actually. Wondered... I just want to bring back different style fights. Yeah, of wouldn't. course, of course. Um, Enochism, right? Um, we. I, I wonder how much the like craze of the running flying knee, the the V trigger, uh, came directly from Ong Bak, because I, I I think like some of the first, like that that wasn't like a regular move. That like no. all out reckless flying knee lift to the fucking chin. Um, was not a move anybody ever did before, I don't know, the last 15, 20 years. It became, it's the move, do you remember Dan O'Brien beat John Cena with it? And actually somebody edited Wikipedia to call it the, the, the knee that beat Dan, the, the knee that beat John Cena, because that was what Michael Cole called it for the next two months. That's the knee that beat John Cena. Yeah, like, because there was no like official name. It was just the knee, which is cool. I don't think there the even knee. is now, is there? Uh, well, people would be like, oh, it's the Busaku knee, because that's what Kenta called it. Oh, God. And you're like, that's stupid. Don't call it that. <laughs> Don't, the ugly knee, Busaku just, just translates to ugly, too, so just what you want to call it, the ugly knee? Nice, like, nice. Yeah, like, what we need is Vince McMahon being like, oh, Dana Bryan, how ugly. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, they're going to call him, the Busaku ah. Bryan is going to be his new name. Oh, yeah, Shorty G. <laughs> Shorty, Shorty G. fucking G. Let's go. Uh, uh, I, so I haven't watched a lot of uh, movies. I've been watching a lot of basketball. Um, and for now, a while there, I was watching right. four games a day, which was a God. fucking dream. That was like a two-week period that just feels like an actual dream uh, looking back on it. Um, have you watched any, any basketball? I've watched some. It's been depressing. Uh, how about that? You think so? Okay. Well, it's uh, been depressing because I'm a fucking Sixers fan. And yeah, of course. Thing is going to up in fucking flames. I only got to see one of their games, and they didn't look great. I haven't watched basketball in about five years, so I never really. I don't think I've ever seen Joel Embiid before this, but like obviously, he's fucking something else. Um, but like, 
I don't know. I've taken a real liking to the Nuggets. I think it's like an easy one because we get, yeah. got to see Jamal Murray like really develop. Um, from what I understand, not that I had seen him before, but it, it seemed like everybody was blown away by him and the fucking the the, the guard from the Jazz, uh, both putting up like fifty five points each in one night, which a, a game that I just happened to watch and I had no idea, had no, no fucking reference for these teams. Um, I, I knew who Nikola Jokic was just because he's like a superstar and his face is everywhere right now. Just like I knew who Joel Embiid was, even though I'd never seen him play. But like th- that, that team has been so much fun to watch. And I, I know they're probably going to go home tonight. We're recording this the night of game five between the Nuggets and the Lakers. Um, but I have had a lot of fun watching them and watching them beat the Clippers, uh, who I, again, I, I liked the Clippers when I was a kid just because they were such a shitty team, and I always yeah, liked exactly. shitty teams. I, I always like. I mean, I liked fucking Elton Brand. Yeah, yeah, I don't sure. like him now with, that he's terrible GM, a terrible GM for the Sixers, but still. Okay. I liked him when he was old and broken down for the Sixers even. He was a great player. Uh, yeah. But, you know. Th- that's the kind of shit we like, obviously. That's I the... like, yeah, I, I just like, I like the NBA when it's kind of bad, ultimately. And, yeah. But I'm like, this is, this is a good strike, but I'm like, I don't. I don't fucking give a shit about LeBron, the stepdad ass motherfucker. Yeah. I've never liked LeBron. I've, you know, uh, I, I, I'm rooting. Ultimately, I'm put in a corner where I have to root for the fucking Heat. To yeah. Win of my love of Jimmy Butler. So Jimmy Butler. And Jimmy Butler is on the Heat because the, the the Sixers organization is a piece of shit. Okay, so he came from Philadelphia then. Yeah, he came from Philadelphia. I didn't even know. I, did, I honestly from, didn't know this. Yeah, from a trade from. Uh, he was only here. He wasn't even here full season, but he, he's all. He's got a great. You know, he's a great story from your general neck of the woods. Uh, yeah, sure. And, you know, and he's just uh, – he, but he's a team ruiner. He's a cancer. And it's like, no, he's not. He's just insane person. He is an insane person. But he's great. He's just screaming. Cool. He's getting called for fouls and just, like, you just hear him, like, let out, like, insane noises. Um, he's He is animalistic. He looks like he's scruffy as hell. He's really very good looking, but he's got like a, a very like uh, chaotic, good vibe to him, you know? Um, I like Jimmy a lot. I like Jimmy a lot. And I like uh, uh, Dragic and, you know, the, the, this, the, the rookie Tyler Hero, who I watched him. I like, it was like, I had an eye on him. And I was like, wow, he's pretty good, like working off the, off the bench. And then, what was it, two games ago, he just put up fucking like 37 points off the bench, just some insane numbers, like the the second highest scoring game for somebody in their rookie year or something, like uh, in, a, in a playoff game, like just crazy shit. So just, you know, I think that's sort of been it for me is watching Jamal Murray develop um, and just growing into being f- fans of these people. I've, I loved watching the Mavericks, the, the fucking Dallas Magavericks, uh, the whitest yeah. basketball team I've ever seen, uh, but like just so much fun. Kristaps uh, and, and, and Luka, Luka Doncic, just so much fun to watch those guys play. I have been having so much fun watching basketball. Um, the bubble shit has been, it's just, you know, it, it's changed the tide on the usual shit. Uh, you know, home home game, like seeding didn't matter as much. Obviously the best team is still against the worst team, but the home advantage and stuff doesn't factor in here, so you get weirder shit. Like, you know, Denver probably couldn't have beaten the Clippers in game seven in LA. Like that, that, that seems unlikely. Um, but then they, 
in, in Disney World, they beat them in Game 7 by, like, 18 points, and it was a shocker. And you just see Paul George looking like the saddest man on the planet, and that's a good thing to see because he seems like a real fucking piece of shit to me. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, and I've been playing a lot of Crusader Kings 3, which I won't regale you with my tales of, um, you know, Incest Simulator 2020. Although I haven't, I haven't done anything like that. I haven't had a chance to really. I've had some poor luck with regards to family trees and uh, chaste wives. Um, but man, what a game! What a fucking game! Uh, I've mostly been stuck uh, in a bad level on uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2 that I don't really care that much about this chapter. So I'm just, pl- I'm just going golfing for Kiryu a lot. Okay. Golf- Golf, uh, is there golf in that fun. game? Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's like an indoor thing where you're like just hitting shots, but you know, I, that, that's cool. You don't have to you don't walk around or anything. I got high about a month ago playing that game and did about 30 minutes at the batting cages, and it was cool. And I got pretty good at those batting cages, and, and not in that game, and Yakuza 0, I mean. Yeah. Um, I haven't played Kiwami or Kiwami 2. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm going to be sad. When basketball ends, I guess Formula One's going to go until Christmas, basically. So I'll have one more sport that I like. I can't watch football this year. I tried, I checked in, and I checked immediately back out. No, it's fucked. It's yeah. too stupid. And I don't, not even because I can't. I'm not even saying that because I'm a, a home fan. Like I, I care mostly. If, I care when the Eagles are good, and then if the Eagles are bad, I'm like I, I don't give a shit. But the whole thing is just a fuck. It just, it's just too stupid. It's yeah. just way too stupid. I, I don't know. Like, I was already not feeling it for like the last few years. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've been over football for a while. I, I, I had Ruben, um, friend of the show, um, the commissioner of like the primary fantasy, fantasy football league that I'm in. Uh, he like hit me up a couple weeks ago, and he was like, "Hey, uh, are you you and Emily in for this year? Because um, the season starts in eleven days." And I was like, "Oh, right." Because there's no preseason, so we didn't, you know, it's, I've had no fucking frame of reference for when the NFL starts. I never watch the preseason. Nobody does. But it always, it's a reminder. You're aware that it happens. It's a reminder that football's about to begin. And probably your 12 fantasy drafts are going to be happening over and fucking up dinner for the next three days. Like, um, doing two fantasy drafts at once. Have you ever done this? Uh. It's a real boner killer, you, one, might, one might say. Um yeah, I, I'm done. With, I'm done with football for 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 the foreseeable future. If the Bears get good, maybe, and that's only because that's when she'll care. Um, so yeah, sports. I love it when they say that. Yeah, sports ball. It's real sports, fun. It's... Sports ball. I love it. Yeah, people still uh, do that. People still do. that. Yeah, it's it's like Vox writers and shit. Yeah, people who want to be Vox writers. The 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 the, the real elites. Every, Everyone who's Maddie Iglesias' good, is, uh, role of death. You know, I'm I'm doing a I'm acting out fucking uh like you know a fucking uh, Venn diagram. People ma- sad about Peter Ginsburg. People who say sports. Yep. Not even a white women joke. It's a fucking <laughs> it's a fucking Desert Klein joke. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Fuck that's... that guy. That's a that's a an Ouroboros people, is what that fucking that Venn diagram is. People who look, uh, and who look like Rachel Maddow on purpose. <laughs> Hell yeah, nice. Now let's talk uh, about up top uh, on that one. Yeah, let's talk about Kane. Let's talk. Let's talk about Kane. 
We've never talked about Kane on this show, at least in the reference of match. And... I want to say the first thing I have written down here is, I don't know what the context is here, but it just says, what, you don't know Kane? That's the Undertaker's brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No. So, Ian, uh, I, I, I see you've booked someone. There's, there's People are saying that you're booking backyarders on your shows. Now, Ian Rotten, uh, who, who exactly is Kane? What, you don't know Kane? That's the Undertaker's brother. Anyways, that joke is for, again, ten people, but <laughs> it's the Undertaker's brother. <laughs> we want, I mean, this is one of the less important bits we have. Yeah, it is. It really is. Who gives a fuck? It's so fun. Um, so, you're, now, this is another example of, okay, what, what the fuck is the date on this? I don't know. It's 11-25. It's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. So, yeah, shot okay. on the Tuesday before on the on the 23rd, but aired on uh, November 25th, 1999. It's the big boss man defending his WWF Hardcore Championship against Undertaker's brother, Kane. Uh, mayor of a county is that right yes and okay, wouldn't so he be a count you... uh <laughs> <he is laughs> count kane what exactly is he the mayor of i don't remember some fucking shithole and the hails it's, all, it's like a holler. no offense to yeah no offense to dylan yeah but he's practice. he is practicing some uh, market anarchism down in uh the yes as the the mayor of knox county tennessee uh, Southern Underground Pro is happy to uh, announce special guests for tonight, Mayor Kane. <laughs> so did you? So I don't exactly know what the thing is. Where he cut a promo threatening the lives of the uh, the people on the Board of Health for Knox County oh. that he has apologized that apologize for. I didn't. Hear I don't about understand. Those. Oh, it's hap- It's a real thing. He cut like, and he was like, "Oh, I don't know." It's like I did not mean for that to be posted to my public face. Oh, I, I do remember this actually. Okay, yeah, this is like a yes. month or two months ago. I don't know how long ago it's been going, long it's been going, but it seems like it's been, it seems like it really erupted into another thing a couple days ago. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe I didn't see it. Um, he's an idiot. It's what? incredible. No. It's, yeah, it's great that, like, he's, like, the smartest wrestler, uh, the people, that a lot of people know in the industry, they say this, Daniel Bryan has said this, because he reads a lot of books, yeah. and all of these books are about complete bullshit. Yeah, about, it's just Ayn Rand. Like, what, yeah, why sh- why you should just why you should uh, sell your children for food? Yeah, if you're poor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and Kane just been like, that's a good point raised here. And Daniel Bryan like, wow, Kane, you're you're reading, you read so much, man. Yeah, yeah but it's, he's he's like literally just reading uh like Oliver Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, <laughs> like like it's like. <laughs> He, he's he's definitely not a real smart guy for sure, um, but I I I think he's so important for this era, isn't he? Like, yes, he might be the most attitude ever guy. Yeah, yeah. As far as like a gimmick that that only kind of works and was really just built for one program, but somehow inexplicably stayed around, and now he's in government. Like, yes, it's such a. <laughs> what if it's it's like I mean. Let's just like we don't. This isn't Isaac y- uh, Yankum DDS challenging the Big Boss Man for the Hardcore Title. This is Kane. Yeah, yeah, different it's different it, energies for sure. This isn't fake Diesel. <laughs> it's it, <laughs> this, it, this ain't fake Diesel like the par- the foreign parrot. Yes, this isn't <laughs> Unabom. Yeah, Unabom. God, I've never I've never actually so seen good. any of that that SMW stuff. Um, yeah, Undertaker's brother, baby. He's he's the man. Uh, 
So there's a there's a Thanksgiving table at ringside, like a catering table with food uh, that nobody gets thrown into. I don't think. Um, Not no. That's uh, that's the main event. Uh, that there's an uh, there it ends in a gigantic food fight. Okay, okay. I saw the thumbnail of this. Looked to, looked to be uh, uh, B- Bubba Dudley and Matt Hardy brawling. So I wonder if that was somewhere in there. Um, uh, the locker room just clears out for some reason during the main event, which is uh, X Pac and Triple H versus Shane McMahon and The Rock. Great. Why not? Right. <laughs> Why not? Great shit. Um, yeah. So Kane. What what do you say about Kane? He he's got that big fucking flying clothesline that looks like shit that he does off the top rope in every match, and like like he just like taps them on the chest and then rolls over. Um, but here he does it off the rail into the crowd, so that's kind of cool. Um, uh, he's working the arm on Bossman. It's yeah, it's a fun match. I yeah, think this is fun. This is interesting. It's different. They, it, it's especially because this man has a gigant has like a huge size advantage in theory. He's got a huge dick. Have you ever seen that one movie? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, well. But but the the theme of this is that this now this is the running storyline now after Super Soldier Viscera right has right. apparently been harassing Kane's first ever girlfriend Tori. Yeah, I have notes on this. This is. Uh, I think that well we I mean un- unfortunately Antifa Super Soldiers have had a bad history with right that yeah fuck that that very short man. You know about this. One, uh, one of the one of the one of the, ah fuck we shouldn't talk about this. Um, yeah, yeah, some of the yeah. Anyways, Kenosha, it's bad stuff happening there. Go look it up if you really want to know. Um, big show or big big boss man and Kane. Um, I I have notes about. I I just want to say you you mentioned the limb work. There is there is some cool stuff because uh, boss boss man gets thrown over like the hockey boards, um, yeah. of this arena that they're in and. The little gate that they that you know that opens so the players back on back on back back in off the ice. Um, Kane takes that heavy like you know what whatever the fuck that's made of big fucking hockey rail door and destroys Bossman's hand in it. Um, we get that shot of Tori watching this on the TV in the back. That's when Viscera comes behind her, um, but like. Kane's like doing limb work in this hardcore title match. He's like slamming his hand into stuff. It is cool. Like there's, you know, there's a, there's a match here somewhere lost in this angle, which is as far as I understand, you said Viscera has been harassing her, but Viscera well, comes, this... is this an escalation? Uh, yes, because they, they said, because Cole uh, says this on commentary and it's like, it's like he was hitting on her, and it's Gerald, and it's like, wh- what would you think if Viscera did that to Mae Young, uh, to Jerry Lawler, which is funny because multiple reasons. It was unironically funny to laugh at, but also you're like, he, he, he yeah, you got to reverse that a- those two digits in the age around, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this this whole thing is weird because uh, Visser comes up behind her and he grabs her by the jacket and like pulls it off of her while she tries to run away. Like it's this is not like her. That's not forcibly removing a woman's clothes is not harassment. No, this is uh, this is preparation <laughs> but, for sexual assault yes, or rape. Yes, that's it's what this is. fucking weird, man. And so she like runs away and Lawler on commentary says he wants her. God, there's a lot of rape on these shows. He says he wants her, and he gots to have her. 
is what the king mm. says about this. Um, and I, another I think, man who who would uh, go who would run for uh, mayor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another another uh, another rapist. Um, at least statutory, but I'm assuming far worse. Uh, the, if the Miss Jackie, Miss Texas uh, stories are true, um, Tori runs until she finds her her beloved BF, and uh, then he gets beat up by Albert, who is here again and pinned easily. Um, for it's just another pointless match. I, I I think he defends her against Viscera afterwards. It doesn't matter. Whatever the thing that matters is the big boss man wins again. Albert's still here and very hairy. Uh, Tori does not get raped, so um, good outcome. Uh, I want to say the Albert and Big Boss Man alliance here, which I think ends pretty soon. Yes. Um, are they fucking? They kind of have fucking energy. I mean, though Albert. Are they? Was... Are they? Are they just like tag teaming? I, yeah, sure. I was gonna say like. Uh, is he just Boss Man's GHB dealer, or like, like what? It, what is happening here? Are they forming London bridges? Yeah, yeah, like Eiffel Towers. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, yeah, Eiffel Towers. That's when they kiss, right? Maybe. I think the Eiffel Tower is when it's a, it's, it's the, it's the London Bridge where the two dudes are kissing. I'm pretty sure. Um, I, I can't. I can't. Well, I don't. I don't know the terminology, but it's a good time. I'm sure. Um, there's. So after this, there is a segment. You didn't keep watching any of this, did you? I watched. I watched this segment. Yeah. Where DX goes out by the river and invites homeless people to come to the arena and eat Thanksgiving dinner. Yes. You did watch this, okay? So, so I thought they were gonna just like beat up these homeless people, and and Emily was like, "What kind of fucking weird like conservative fantasy is this shit you've got me watching?" And it was just like. They invite them to the arena. They eat turkey legs in front of them, and do they do not give them food. Um, and then they, I don't know, one of them disrespects them and th- disrespects DX, and DX kicks them out uh, without feeding them. Um, it's just a weird, a very strange and, like, shitty segment. Uh, I don't this, know. This run of, like, late semi-reformation... Uh, heel DX, DX. Heel DX, DX is, is extremely incoherent, right? It's but it's also so it's so say. incredibly like just shitty. It's just shitty, yeah. Like, the, like, like I, like you know, roving uh, brigades of fucking like uh, like white boy frat boys uh, wearing novelty uh, hockey jerseys. Yeah, that they, they have like it says De- degenerate sixty nine and and fucking uh, Billy Gunn's shirt says if you can't beat it suck it. Like these are fucking these are this twenty is, year old men. Like this is like sob nation of intoxication stuff. Yeah, yeah it's so bad. It's so Devin fucking Moore bad. Devin would absolutely sh- share a joint with a homeless man. Yeah, yeah. Devin Moore is Devin Moore is an ally to uh, depending on uh, like you got to check a few boxes. Or try not to, but Devin Moore is a, a he's a good bloke, some might say. Um Yeah, I don't know. This shit's all terrible. I, I can never recommend anybody go back and watch like any of these full episodes of Raw, uh unless you just like want to show like your your partner, your SO, like what this used to be like and how in a lot of ways it's better now and in some ways it's worse. Like 
Uh, it's it's brutal. I, I, There's less pumping through the veins, but what's pumping now? But what was pumping through the veins then was like leukemia, unfiltered rape, just just horrifying shit. Um, yeah, very bad, 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 very bad. Um, I guess main event time is that main event time? <laughs> yeah, uh, Big Boss Man versus Test uh, from the January seventeenth edition of Raw. Okay. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Finally, it's over. Finally, we can end this. Um, I don't know if I want to talk about this. Let's just talk about how we never, we're never talking about Attitude Era Big Boss Man ever again. Yeah, I think he, I mean, he shows up for like two more title defenses against uh, Steve Blackman as a challenger. I think that's it. Oh, sure. I don't but know. There's, there's a, uh, that, so Steve Blackman, of course, uh, one of the, 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 the public uh, uh, military police uh, officers that were protecting the uh, the Chapel Hill uh, Autonomous Zone, I believe. So it's a, there's a meeting of things there, of course. Um, tactical. What is that? The, the Alice Avazandium or whatever said. About, <laughs> look at these well placed shots. Oh, or, I, Alice or, is the worst person on the internet. Yeah, it yeah. was. It's problematic for me to say, but it was so funny when she was feuding online with, with Graham Lennon, the yeah. Father Ted guy, and yes. I was like, oh, oh god damn it! I yeah. have to think about sisterhood here, but ah, <laughs> uh, uh, he's he's landing body shots on her. Just block them both. Move on. Move yeah, on. Yeah, that's what. I, At least uh, mute. Um, all glowy. The white Muslim with the, with the black husband from New Orleans. What, 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 <laughs> I don't know what's happening. White, white Muslim was. I don't. Shouts out to the tra- Trash Future podcast. Um, fuck, man. I don't know. This is test. This is a test. That's what I like. Test. I like test. Cool there. This is a test. Um, Andrew, as Stephanie called him. Uh, they show uh, before this. They show Boss Man and Albert splitting up. Um. King says uh, Albert was Boss Man's protege, which is where I first was like, wait, I thought they were fucking. Like, I thought no. they were doing. No, Bull Buchanan and uh, Boss Man will go on oh, the phone. Oh, Bull. Bottom bitch, Bull Buchanan. They have even matching uniforms. That... Yeah. Albert's not dressing like this, man. No. I want to say this. Okay, matching uniforms. There was also a segment that I didn't write down, but I just remembered it when you said that. Where it was China and uh, the cat, Miss Kitty. Yeah. And there she's like mini China. And you know the storyline there is that China is just fucking railing her with the largest, shiniest dildo strapped onto her cro- uh, her uh, groin, crotch area. Um, that's, Mossy cleft. That's right. That's right. Uh, Lining. A, a beautiful. Sacred V. I, I've, I've jacked off to China. Uh, her large clitoris specifically so many times. The thing about Joni is that she looked really bad with the dark hair, which is funny. Uh, but I think she looked okay. She looked good with the light, with light I, hair. Yeah, she, I always oh. preferred. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm with you. Big, uh, <laughs> I'm with uh, you. Uh, uh, <laughs> but anyway. Um, have, you, know, have you seen uh, Xbox, Xbox Dick? You've watched the video, I, right? I, I don't remember what it looks like, to be perfectly honest. But you've seen it. I've seen part of it. <laughs> I was just like, no. <laughs> I saw the part that came out and then went back in. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, shouts out to all of all of our all of our friends in the, in the sex work industry. Um, there's a Taz tease here. Um, 
they get interrupted immediately by a little Taz Titantron beeping. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. It's before he, he, he like, debuted they're a week doing, later. Yeah, they're redoing the Y2J. Sure. I mean, it worked well the first time. It's a good bit. Um, yeah, I, so whatever. This match is a hardcore title match. You know, they fight to the back. Bossman was good at this stuff. Um, he they they knock out the light in uh in a ha- in like some weird hallway yeah. under the bleachers. It's fucking cool looking. He ends up he's also it looks like they straight up just break the goddamn uh, light tube because he's covered in what looks like the fucking dust in a in a light bulb in a light tube, which is awesome. Yeah, that's some uh th- th- you know God Ray Trailer in uh, Tournament of Survival had to live. <laughs> yeah, it would have been great him versus Atticus Kogar. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so I think the, I do think Valley Cat is the big boss man of our time. Yeah, no, she is definitely the girl boss man for sure. The yeah, something like that. <laughs> the big She's girl the boss. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. There's stuff. Cool spots. Little little garage door. Uh, a, like storage door to the throat. Um, a, a recurring. Uh, a recurring weapon in a lot of these matches. Apparently, a test had a broken nose that boss man re-breaks or some shit i don't know exactly yeah yeah yeah. he's got the bloody mustache yeah there's a bloody mustache he looks good too he looks tess is a good looking dude i i like i don't know i feel like i'm saying that a lot about a lot of people on this podcast but here's the um, thing test and triple h should have traded places and i don't mean before like like test should necessarily be running the company he should be the the on-screen coo of just being like "Hmm, i don't Mm. care about these guys (laughs) why Get me another guy. I'll say who this. Looks like Finn Balor. <laughs> no, I just mean like. So think about the Un-Americans, right? Test okay. is like this Uber. I haven't. I, I'll say I haven't thought about the Un-Americans in 15 years. But sure. But I'm just thinking. I'm like, okay. So what's Triple H's gimmick in WCW post terrorizing? No idea. He's he's Jean Paul Levesque. Okay. The Frenchman who bows a lot, and he's part of the Blue Bloods. And then I mean, he's this fucker from New Hampshire. He looks. He looks European. He's an Anglophile. That dude is such an un-American in the sense of that stable. He may, and then you got Test, who's just Canadian. He's just from Toronto, but there's like nothing Canadian about the guy. He's not intrinsically anything. Test should have been leading. I don't know. Just just get Triple H out of here. Yeah, get him out. Yeah, just yeah, shoot him out of a cannon. Um, yeah. That should be alive. I, I always forget. I, I forget about the. I, I completely. Yes, exactly. Uh, I forgot about the Un-Americans, and I forgot Test was in that. That was Lance Storm, Christian Test, and was Regal there? Yes. Okay. And then they were the presage for La Resistance. Yeah, great team. Oh, I, I like. Jesus Christ. I like both those guys, um, or I guess all three. But I was a big fan of Dupree um, and Conway. I guess. Yeah, Dupree and Conway is a good team. A uh, Sylvan, he he was flawed. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> he was fucking. Yeah, he, he that man. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Bernie Mac thing I did there. Um, so that whatever. Test wins this. There's. All right, I mean, he wins with that cool. He takes the. He gets the nightstick. He beats. Uh, he hits a uh, boss man over the head. Albert does a run and he beats. He hits Albert with it, and then he drives a fucking. Uh, Albert comes in and attacks the... boss man. Actually, I think in this. I well, he talks Bossman, but, but Albert, but Tess is like, get, get the fuck out of here. Sure. It's funny because in like a month and a half, they're going to be teaming after they turn Tess heel because uh, Tess is over. <laughs> you fucked your mic up on that somehow. <laughs> it was I, great. Yeah, I hit it with my thumb. I was just like, fuck this shit. Hell yeah. And, <laughs> getting, but getting I, I was like, this this babyface Tess, 
doing this fucking elbow drop with the nightstick. Yeah, he's holding the elbow, it. So it's like it's like fucking, pointed. It's like an extra fucking, elbow. He, he fucking stabs this motherfucker in the heart. Yeah, like it's a goddamn like he's killing a, a fucking a vampire with wooden yeah, stake. It's totally. awesome. This yeah. is a sick. That's a sick finish. That is a very good finish. That is a very good finish. I also you know want to shout out. At, at some... That's how you kill the goddamn. That's how you kill a cop. That's how you kill a vampire. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, you can drain all the blood from a cop, just like you can drain all the blood from a vampire, but it will not kill them. You have to put a stake through the heart. Parody, satire, satire, parody. Um, and new hardcore champion, Test, and two fucking greener pastures we go. Was there something you wanted to say? I thought... Uh, just, there's a, there's a near fall on the outside where the ref gives a really good slide on a concrete floor. That's it. That's, that was my only <laughs> yeah. other note. I don't know. That's a pretty good match. It's all... It's, no, we're kind of rounding the formula where it's like there's diminishing returns on the stuff. Yeah, even no, though we've all seen the stuff the though, recently, it's just like they're running out of new things to do. Yeah, well, and the, but the personalities haven't been kept fresh enough to to keep it interesting either, and that's why yeah. that's why it's about to get really good. Um, what do you have? What's the first match that we would talk about in the next episode? Do you have it like on deck? Do you know? Uh, uh not off the top of my head, but it, it, it was of course test, and this is. Test has a – his run is what leads us into the Crash Holly era and 24-7. But the Test right. era has some it's – it's pretty fun looking. You know, Test is, Test is a, he's a good wrestler. So I've recently watched – there was a Test and uh, Gangrel – uh, have a match. I want to say, yeah, uh, on SmackDown. That so he also so he, that's his first title defense actually. Um, it's four minutes. I I just recently watched that that and then I guess he loses the the title in his next wow. defense against Crash Holly. So we'll put, we'll do so, both of those. Um, and then that'll probably be the run into yeah, ta- yeah, Crash Holly has a lot of short defenses for some reason. Yeah, and that but that's the build up to uh, the the hardcore Crash- title uh, time limit battle royal. Yes, which you know that's a signature hardcore title era match. That's that it's we, one of my favorites. I love that match. I think that's a pretty logical place to get to uh, for the next episode. Whenever we record that, we, yeah. won't need, we won't need several months in between like we did this time because we're just sick of talking about fascist big boss man. because yeah. he, I believe he and Bill Bull Buchanan wrestle D'Lo Brown and The Godfather, which on its face is a cool sounding match. Yes, D'Lo Brown and The Godfather with Ice T. That's and right. I, that's right. That sounds, I like WrestleMania 2000. I like that show a lot. Stu- I mean, it's, I wish that the I wish that the main event was in his like deflating, but I remember liking it. Along, I haven't seen it in 15 years or whatever. Yeah, but you know, fuck Triple H. Yeah, like fuck that. Triple H. Yeah, um, yeah. So Crash Holly episode. The next time we do one of these, I, I'm looking forward to it. We got Perry Saturn. Uh, Matt Hardy wins the belt off of Crash at one point. Um, Loses what, what wrestles Jeff to a four and a half minute no contest in Charlotte on a SmackDown in 2000. Yeah, that's I, I bet that's fun. Um, we got Backlash 2000, a 12 minute six pack challenge. I don't remember that, but it's got Taz. Oh, it's, uh, it's got, yeah, it's it feels like a good. It's I've seen it, and you're like, it's got a relationship, but you're like Crash Holly and the Hollies versus the Hardys versus the two. Uh, the two racially ambiguous Italian men would be a really cool six man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be a really cool t- uh, triple threat to hag. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we get uh, big, a British bulldog comes back and wins it in in, in insurrection at, <laughs> in London. I don't know if we have that. Uh, I think insurrection's on the network. If not, I'm sure we, there's a torrent. Yeah. Surely that exists. 
Um, I gotta watch that. We have, lot, if it, unless it absolutely wasn't taped, then we have to watch it, and we have to talk about it. Oh, it's taped show. for sure. But yeah. I no, no, no. I'm saying the only stuff that we won't cover is it, no matter if I have to buy something. If I have to buy a VHS, I'll figure out a way. Cover uh, the Crash Holly era in full. Yeah, yeah, and and this is gonna feed directly into a match that I'm also pretty excited to watch is the hardcore evening gown match between Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe. Absolutely. Um, I want to see, I'm sure there's at least like one good punch of that match. Uh, There's, there's, there should be. I'm certain of it. I'm absolutely certain of it. Um, so yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm, I, 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 I did say to you, um, isn't it something else that every time we decide, all right, uh, so what are you doing this weekend? You good for like uh you gonna do hardcore title again? That's easy. Um, do you have the matches laid out? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I can do it. Just give me a day. And then the day after that, you, I look at it, it's like, oh fuck, big boss man again. And then the day <laughs> the, the day after that, it's like, oh well, uh, n- none of the people who fucking executed Brianna Taylor are going to jail. One of them is going to, to jail. Maybe he's yeah. gonna pay fines for sh- firing into the neighbor's wall. Like it's just the the amazing way that every time. We have done an episode where the big boss man does extreme police brutality. Last time, wasn't it the week that they shot Jacob Blake? Yeah, I think so. I I think it might have been. or It might have been like a week before or something. Um, We have had uh, no shortage of chances to talk about police brutality when it was topical on this show. And I would love to say um, that it'll never come up again. Uh, but it probably will, but it won't be because we're talking about the big boss man. It'll only come up because it's still happening and constantly. So, um, you know, yeah, give to the give to the bail funds and stuff. I guess I don't know. It's it's weird to say that now because we're all uh, we're all hurling towards the fucking we're swirling the drain. Everybody knows it. The decline of Western civilization is just right in our faces. Um, but yeah, we always have the the hope that we can move on from big boss man to crash Holly. And I know that's going to keep me going. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your voice cracked. You were like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I like Crash Holly. I do. I do like Crash Holly. He's very small and funny. I like him a lot. Um, so you put that together Super for us. Super heavyweight. Yeah. Super heavyweight. Yeah. Put that together for us and we'll, I don't know, uh, we're going to, I guess we're, we're, we might do that collective show. We might do a collective preview next week. Um, it seems easy because it's. I don't, we don't have to watch any footage. We just read off cards and say that looks like it's gonna suck. I hope nobody gets COVID during the Dasher Hatfield match. <laughs> yeah, a very good professional wrestler. Yeah, and this has been a very good professional wrestling podcast. Uh, Antifa's number one pro wrestling podcast. Thank you for being with me on this lovely Saturday of afternoon. Of course, and thank you. You're uh, you're welcome anytime. And you know what, Bucky? Yeah. Death to America. Yeah.